WRTR Real Talk Radio. Featured guest DJs. Original shows. The hottest DJs from around the world. Happy Black History Month from us here on WRTR Real Talk Radio. Welcome to a new week of shenanigans. Let's get into it. How y'all feeling? How's the mood? What's the mood set up? I am undefined so far. I don't know how I feel. I don't feel bad because bad I always tend to identify with. Hmm. Maybe I'm a pessimist, but anyway. I'm feeling pretty good. My name is Marcus Smoot. And I'm feeling pretty okay as well. My name is Miss Lurk Bravado. And it's your boy Tigger Man. And I'm feeling lovely. I bet you are. That OnlyFans check just hit, didn't it? It sure did. Nah, I figured. It sure did. Mm-hmm. Yep. Nips for nickels. I get it. Y'all keep supporting my content. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bust down. What <laughs> you charging them people to subscribe to you? <laughs> That's what I want to know. Um, just, um, um, good lord, fifteen ninety nine. Oh, why oh, is always an odd number? Why you just couldn't say sixteen dollars? Right. What's you know up with ninety nine? Hey, wouldn't it hurt for an extra ninety nine cent. <laughs> mm. That burgers ain't even worth ninety nine cent no more. Anyways, all right. So what did y'all <laughs> learn about? What did y'all learn dope about blackness this week and this month? Because you know we got an extra. You know, we normally black, but we gotta like really, really black it up. Like this this month. Black it February. up. Mm-hmm. It's February. I'm black like normally up. black, but like this month I'm lickety black, black, black. So Let me tell you what I would learn black this week. How racist white folks are. Go ahead. Mm-mm. That your girl, Sukiana, don't know what a musician is. She says she <laughs> <laughs> That is not dope. That is not dope. Can we at least keep this part positive of the show, Jesus? Because it's all downhill from here. Listen, she was being interviewed. Homegirl asked us as your musician. She said, "No, I'm not a magician." What? Homegirl was like, "Homegirl was like, no, you're getting the two mixed up." I said, "Musician, you make music, right?" She said, "Yes, I make music, but I'm not a musician." What? Okay. <laughs> That's like somebody going, I'm ugly, but I'm a beautician. What? Anyway, I don't understand. Uh, I hate I it. I, was, I know y'all seen that video. I was crying. Mm. I couldn't do nothing but cry. I said, This is sad. Well, since Ticket Man sad. can't follow the uh, he can't follow the <laughs> diagram, I'll start it off. <laughs> All right. So, Ooh. I learned about Lainey Smoot. Yeah. One of my cousins. Oh, I, I don't know if it's actually one of my cousins, but I'm actually interested to look it up, and I Super will be West after Virginia. this broadcast. No, actually, he is oh. the Disney Research Fellow and Imagineer behind some of Disney's um, uh, Disney Park's greatest special effects. Mm. Now he is being indicted into the National Inventors Hall of Fame. How dope is this? Get this. He is, is he the. Yeah, he is, but get this. He is the first mm. He is the <laughs> first Disney Imagineer to receive this prestigious recognition and only the second individual outside of Walt Disney himself to receive this award or this Wow. Award. So, shout out to Lanny Smoot. Yeah, not very often I get to Your say cousin. 
Yeah, not often I get to say that that last name associated with great shit because you know I'm a mess. I'm a mess. No comment on that one. I'm a mess. But go ahead. Me? Is it my turn? It's your turn. It's my turn. Okay. In honor of today, February 10th, and it's my mom's birthday. All right. I have a black history fact for you all. On February 10th, 1964, the United States House of Representatives passed the Civil Rights Act of 1964. After 70 days of debate, the act made discrimination illegal on the basis of race, color, religion, national origin, and sex in public accommodations, employment, and programs that are federally funded. A substitute bill of this major piece of the civil rights legislation was finally approved on June 19, 1964 by the United States Senate after a 50-day filibuster organized by senators from the South. President Lyndon B. Johnson signed the act into law on July 2nd, 1964. Being a law and being an enforced law are two different things, and it still took years for many of the areas of the country to abide by the Civil Rights Act of 1964. All right. Just in case y'all didn't know. All right. Mm -hmm. Wait a minute. Hold on. You let your mom listen to this show? God, what she must think of us? Oh my God. She's no. like, I let my baby out there into the world. These <laughs> no, so you know how you post like the little snippets and stuff? She listens to those. I don't I don't gotcha. think that she would want <laughs> to listen to everything that I be saying. I, I specifically she know her. People. She know her daughter and she know I be saying anything out this mouth. So mm. All right. mm-hmm. but yeah. All right, take a man. What you got? Anything other than something ratchet? I mean, it was. I mean, okay. So, an eleven. I don't, hold on for a minute. I'm sorry, my dog is jumping on me again. I'm about to lock up. <laughs> and he's eating. Look, I got these big ass wings. And he's eating. Oh my chicken god! During oh. Black History Month, <laughs> fried chicken with your dog. This is contradictory. Is your dog eating it too? Are you feeding it? Are you making TikToks? He trying to get. He trying to eat my chicken. Mm-hmm. He already got me one time before. I had some lemon, lemon pepper wings sitting on my desk in my room, and I had ran out the room for a second. Came back, wings was gone. Your he dog. told them up. <laughs> your told dog owning your wings. Okay, sure. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so um, team, t- a toy brand called Team Genius Squad. Um, <clears throat> oh excuse me, hold on. This is ghetto. <laughs> this is supposed to be Black History Month. And this is ghetto. <laughs> okay, let me get the. Okay, here we go. Mm. So there's a toy brand called Team Gen- Genius Squad that was created by an 11 year old entrepreneur. Uh, no, entrepreneur. What? So there was an 11 11- year <laughs> What the shit is this? Let me get this out. Come on. Oh. So, again. Team Genius Squad, a toy brand created by an 11-year-old entrepreneur and author, Ava N. Simmons, specializes in creating American-made toys centered on science, technology, engineering, and mathematics. So, she has created this brand for um, children with special needs. Like you? 
Don't play with me. <laughs> no, that's, that was bad. And she's only 11 Sorry. years old. Well, I mean, congratulations. If, uh, I, I, I think we understood. What did you season that chicken with? Lemon pepper. Mm-hmm. And what? What what mm-hmm. leaves did you use to season that chicken? Well, actually, I didn't season it. I got it from this place. Have you ever been to... Um, it's off of um, Shoestead and Fort Washington. Um, something Taverns. No. Um, no, that don't sound like it's for me. Shady, Shady Brook Taverns. That's what it's called. No, Sunny. I've Brook seen Taverns. it. It's on the corner, right? Yeah, Sunny Brook yeah, Taverns. Yeah, I've never been there. I went there. It's, it's named TV. Shady. So why would I eat there? Well, mm. sh- no, it's Sunny Brook. I think it's Sunny Brook, mm. not Shady Brook. Sunny Brook. Um, okay. Shady Brook. No, that sounds like a place where it says Shady. It sounds like y'all oh, spitting in food. Sunny Brook. It mm-hmm. sounds like an old people's place where they mash chicken up so they can eat it. Anyways, mm-hmm. but they have like a big old bar inside and everything. People go there all the time. It's a liquor store right beside it and everything. Your right. father probably, your father probably go there. Hmm. Anyway. Maybe. <laughs> Either way, if it were there, up next, we'll be right back. Four black LGBTQ heroes you should know about for Black History Month and beyond. One, Marsha P. Johnson, who was a trans woman before we had modern language for trans identity activist and performer who played a major role instigating the Stonewall Riots, one of the most important events leading to the modern LGBTQ rights movement. Two, Bayard Rustin, the chief organizer for the March on Washington for Jobs and Freedom and key advisor to Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. himself. He has never gotten enough credit for his role in the civil rights movement due to a lack of acceptance of his sexuality as a gay man. Three, Audre Lorde, a lesbian feminist, womanist, and civil rights activist. Her writing about the mythical norm helped me to understand how oppressive power structures can hide in plain sight as idealized notions of what types of people are seen as valuable or normal in society. And four, James Baldwin, a gay playwright, novelist, essayist. His work taught me about many of the ways that I've been taught to hold internalized negative beliefs about my own racial identity. And his teachings taught me a better and truer vision of what it is to be a black man in the United States. Our celebration of Black History Month is incomplete if it does not include the powerful contributions of our LGBTQ siblings as well. Maybe not what you should do, but definitely she would if it were Lyric. Hey, what's going on, y'all? It's your girl, Miss Lyric, and I'm back with my segment, If It Were Lyric, where I give my two cents about the stories that you guys send me to my DM and my Gmail at lyricbravado at gmail.com and my Facebook, Twitter. Let's see what else I got. Instagram. All the social media platforms, you guys send me these stories, and they are wild, and I read them with full enthusiasm and excitement, because you guys bring me life. All right. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Let's get into the first one. All right. It says, Dear Lyric, Mm -hmm. I've been dating this girl for a while now. My girlfriend, she decided to stay the night, and she has not left. Uh... For 30 days. (laughs) (laughs) When she goes to work, she comes right back to my place. How do I tell her that she has to leave without hurting her feelings? You say, hey girl, um, your drawers are starting to pile up. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -mm -mm. First of all, 
Let the wash the bad boy. First of all, you should have set them boundaries day one. Because <laughs> <laughs> you saw them days go by and by yeah. and by and by. She been there a whole month. And you probably was content because you had some living. Mm-hmm. And ain't want to say nothing. And now she mm-hmm. probably getting on your nerves, invading your space. And you want time mm-hmm. to get stuff to do. God knows whatever. When you should have said something day one. I agree. Boundaries. Boundaries. Are put in place for a reason. Hmm. Use them. Utilize Let's come up them. with some things. Let's come up with some things. How about the, oh, hit her with the, so what you about to do? Hit her with that joint. So, I got to go take my mom to the doctor early in the morning. Yes, mamas have been an excuse, and they don't know their excuses. Mamas be clutch when it comes to excuses. Nah. (laughs) Nah, my mom needs a prostate exam or something. Like, you just come up with something. One that my husband said he used to use on girls. Man, you know what? I don't mean no harm, but I gotta go get my kids. If something's uh-uh. going on with my kids, I'm like, look, I'm like you. you now I don't want to have my kids around anybody yet. I'm not comfortable with this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or pull the joint. The uh, the white kids used to tell me back in the day. My dogs don't like black people. Uh-uh. Oh, y'all, was y'all ever hit not. with that joint in the eighties? No. Yo, comment or hit us up at WRTR Radio if white people told you that back in the day. Nobody's ever told me to get out. Let's be clear about that. Uh, (laughs) And nobody ever told me to get out either. Mm. (laughs) All right. Okay, here we go. This one is from... Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Anonymous. Okay. Okay. Dear Lyric, my husband and I have been married for three years, together for eight. We have two kids together. Over the last year, he has changed a lot and has treated me very badly. He Mm. always frustrated with me, accusing me of not caring about him and things of that nature. He puts me down by saying, I think I'm a good person, but I'm not. (laughs) I noticed the changes Mm. in him and suspected he might be having an affair or using drugs. It turns out that he has been using drugs. Mm. I told him from the beginning that if he touched this certain drug, I would, sh- I would show him the door. He finally admitted the truth, but only because his older brother told me and he had no choice. He had a great job, which he quit after he refused the drug screen. I'm so upset and hurt by his lies and the drug abuse. He has been moved out for a little over a week now and hasn't even asked about the kids. Do you think this is grounds for a divorce or should I try to help him through his addiction and let him come back home? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not... <laughs> These people be pouring their hearts out. We just bust out laughing every week at them. Oh, you poor soul. Oh, oh my gosh. Oh, Wow. <laughs> So I don't know. Yeah, it depends know. on it depends on where you're at in your life, sis. Like honestly, it sounded like your relationship was not what it used to be anyway. You said he was being negative. You said you didn't feel supported. You said that he was bad mouthing you and he made you feel bad in the relationship. Now I don't know any sane person 
that would be willing to be like, oh yeah, I'm, I want to put up with this because he's on drugs. No, that sounds like God is giving you your way out. <laughs> <laughs> like, girl, <you> <laughs> it sounds there. like you have mm. been given all of these red flags. You chose to ignore them. Now that this, now that this has happened, and this is one of the things that you said was just one of your boundaries that if this happened, that you were done. Well, it sounds like you need to stand on business and mm-hmm. go on about your going about your merry way and find somebody who's going to love you correctly. Ooh. That's what it sounds like to me. All right now. You're conflicted because you have kids. Like I say this to everybody, just because you have kids does not mean you have to stay together because of the kids. Why? No kids need to see a toxic relationship constantly. 24 7 why i say that is because they're gonna think that that's okay then they are going to take that in their relationships and start a brand new cycle break the cycle now for yourself break the cycle now for your kids move on and be healthy in a new relationship or not take some time to figure out who you want to be and who you, and who you are as a person before you even move forward in dating if that's what you choose to do that man's gonna, ha- gonna get help when he feels like he wants to get help i tell people this also you can't help those who do not want to be helped they have to want it for themselves first and foremost so that's my advice for all all right now wow hmm, that was solid all right dear lyric I hope this letter finds you well. I'm a new listener from Georgia and was trying to f- and was trying my hand at seeking some new unbiased advice. And I know you guys tend to make me laugh, but also say some real shit that maybe I need to hear. <clears throat> For the past few years, I've been working in a demanding job that has caused me immense stress and burnout. The long hours, the high pressure environment and my constant demands have taken a toll on my physical and mental well-being. I've reached a point where I feel that continuing this job is no longer sustainable for my overall health and happiness. However, I find myself in a difficult situation. As a middle-aged woman with children and various adult obligations, I am financially tethered to my current job. The salary I earn is crucial in supporting my family and meeting our daily needs. The thought of leaving my job without a secure financial backup is daunting and makes me feel and fills me with anxiety on one hand i yearn for a change and healthier work-life balance i dream of pursuing a career that aligns more with my passions and values ones that brings me joy and fulfillment on the other hand i feel trapped by the responsibilities and obligations that come with being a parent and the sole provider provider for my family I would greatly appreciate any advice or insights you could provide on how I can manage the financial aspect while still prioritizing my well-being and pursuing a career that brings me some satisfaction. Thank you for taking the time to read my letter. Warm regards. Lisa. Lisa. Okay, Lisa, this is what you need to do. Step out on faith. Okay? That's what you need to do. What I went through... being at a stressful, toxic work environment caused me to have a mini stroke. Mm. I just now, I turned 40 last year. I had that happen to me in what, 2020, 2020, I think, 2020. Mm. 
that is something that you do not want to happen to you to be so stressed out to the point where it affects your health it affects your mental state why because that's going to translate to how you carry yourself at home then maybe your kids will take the brunt of whatever stress that you have on on you there are so many grants and so many programs that help single working mothers out here that you could take advantage of if you want to open up your own business, um, if you need some extra financial assistance. There's so many programs. What I recommend that you do is research whatever, um, I guess you said Georgia, research in Georgia what programs that they have um, so you can get some assistance first and foremost. I want to say do not quit, quit your job until you have found something to supplement it. Now, it might not be what you were making before, but you have to really evaluate what's worth what's worth it. You keeping this job and being miserable and possibly dying behind it and leaving your kids behind? Are you finding your happiness, being healthy in a nice working environment and being able to take care of your kids? Wow. You have to learn how to balance some things out. Learn how to budget. There's some things that you might be spending that you might can cut back. Mm. This, these are things that you need to take into consideration when you are making a career change. Um, my vote is go for it, sis, because life is too short and you do not want to have these thoughts of regrets when you get older. Oh, I should have took this opportunity. I should have did this with my time. Do it now while you can. Mm-hmm. So that's what I think. That's what I would do. That's what I did do. And that's why I'm doing what I love now. So, yeah. Here we are. Here we sit. Mm-hmm. That's all that I have, I believe, okay. for this I have, week. I have, I have one more. Oh, you got one more? Okay. Yes, do you? Do you? Go ahead, yes. then. All right. <laughs> oh, God. By, the, by his what? laugh, I okay. can tell this is a doozy. It's about to be ratchet. <laughs> This is from James. Okay. Okay. Dear Lyric, my ex has primary custody of our young daughter. And it is and is with her 99% of the time. I have Callie every other weekend. Her mom has been dropping her off with a bag filled with wrapped presents. These presents are marked by day and hour. Along with the presence, my ex has created multiple alarms in our daughter's phone to let her know when it's time to open the presence. <laughs> I have asked her to stop doing this as it, as, it, yeah, as it is a huge distraction and disruption that interferes with my time with Kylie. On multiple occasions when my daughter and I are eating dinner, her alarm goes off and she gets up and leaves the table to open a present from her mom. Sometimes she delays she de- um, she'll delay leaving the house if she knows it's almost time to open the present. Sometimes I turn off the alarm and silence Kylie's phone because she's not reminded about them. She doesn't care about the presents. However, what also happens is that her mom will text her or call our daughter to see if she has opened the presents. She has refused to stop this practice and reply by saying she will continue because it makes our daughter comfortable. Callie has been visiting my house for 10 months. This practice only started three months ago when my ex and I finally settled settled on our custody agreement. Besides turning off the alarms and silencing her phone 
Is there anything I can do to limit Kylie's mother interfering during our time together? Yes, That's take the whole phone. Like, what she, she <laughs> need? You were her dad. She don't need her a phone. Right. He's what she seven, six, seven. Why? Why she got a phone anyway? Like, let's be clear. You exactly. don't need no damn phone. Take the phone and leave the damn bag with the presents Present. in the damn car. Stop right. allowing her to just drop that shit off and do what she wants to in your household. See, that is the problem. Yes. And I can speak from experience. I mm. know my story, mm. though, but <laughs> that's the problem. She wants to run her household, and she wants to run your household, sir. You are the leader in your household. Yes, you decide what goes on and what does <laughs> not go on, and she. You can only allow what what you allow <laughs> so right. if you if you letting her drop this bag off and she doing it it's because you allowed it sir stop Ooh. allowing it leave that bag in the car and be like all right thanks thanks for my kid take her clothes keep and keep it moving yep this is done on purpose yeah that's, she doing, done it on on purpose. Purpose. She doing it on purpose and, and and another thing what i would recommend is the next time y'all have a court hearing let the judge know that Hey, this is what I want. Get it on paper. So if she tries her hand again to be that invasive on your time with your daughter, document, document, and document again. And drag her. Drag her. It's easy. <laughs> like, I'm, I, I don't understand why some of this stuff is common sense, boo-boo. Right. It really oh. is. It really is. Hmm. I, I, huh? I, don't, I don't know what else y'all want me to say on that. <laughs> get a court. Get a court yeah. and documents. Well, you said take All the right. phone. I was like, I was thinking the whole time. So just take the phone, and then you be like, take the phone. Take the phone. Like, it's a phone. I'm sure you have lots of activities for her that can keep her occupied and stuff that y'all can do together. And then when y'all need y'all own space or whatever, and I'm, I'm pretty sure you have things for her to do. Like, why is she sending? It's not. Is it her birthday? Is it a Christmas? Like every time that she comes over there, like right, that's exactly. a ploy. That's a ploy. You're spoiling her. You're, you're trying to pin one parent against another because mommy gives me everything that I want. I just come over here to see dad sometimes. Like, come on, like, stop using your kids as a ploy against the other child, uh, against the other parent. I mean, it's it's tacky, it's classless, it's petty. Like, it's all of those things. Like, stop it. Y'all got to do better. Learn how to mm -hmm. co-parent in peace. Okay. Mm -hmm. Drag them. Okay. All right, that's all that I have for you guys this week. I appreciate y'all sending me y'all stories as crazy as they are. I do enjoy reading them. Sometimes <laughs> they are a little disturbing, but hey, you guys need the advice, so I'm here for it. Continue to send it to me at lyricbravado at gmail.com or DM me on my Twitter, my Instagram, or my Facebook at lyricbravado. Thank you. All right. It could be worse. You could have herpes. Anyways, you know up what? next. Tigger Man's going to troll the timeline, and y'all going to stress him out with the bullshit. It's up next. Trolling with Tigger oh, Man. Yeah. Bitch, when I tell you I rewinded that damn song so motherfucking fast, and the barbs are saying, oh, well, that's the only comeback that people have, and I need y'all to understand that it's the only comeback that people need. To the extent that you, as an icon, decide to marry a sex offender, it is best not to argue with anyone.
because they're going to bring it up and it's always going to hit because Onika, why did you marry that man? How your name is involved in a lot of the mess surrounding the situation that made him a sex offender. And why were you spiraling before the song even came out? Baby was in full meltdown mode telling girls that their vagina smelled like dead dog. And those girls didn't even deserve that. One read an anonymous rumor that didn't even name Nikki directly. And the other one told her to remember that she's the legend that brought us itty bitty piggy and that she doesn't have to act like this. Even her response to Meg doesn't do it for me because baby, you dropped that 24 minutes after his came out. That means it was already in the chamber. You were preparing and waiting to mock that girl's shooting, hoping and praying that she would give you an opportunity to. And she's the shooter that you claim your husband is because she lined you motherfuckers up and aimed firing squad style. You can't even defend your brother and label because he's so lame that you wouldn't even give him the coochie he was begging you for on features. And everybody's talking about Nikki and I hope you motherfuckers was listening too. Since it's featuring, y'all can go send him some mail. He'll see y'all in 10 years. Bye. If it's on your timeline, he's already seen it. Time to troll with Tigger Man. Hey, welcome to this week's segment of Trolling with your boy Tigger Man. Now, when I say I'm trolling, I'm trolling social media for celebrity gossip, international news, local news, and also what's going on in your bed, bro. Pew. All right. Ew. I said pew. Oh, okay. Anyways, <laughs> so first I want to give a shout out to um, Nasty, Dirty, Sexy Red. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, I believe she just welcomed her, her baby into the world. Mm. I don't know if it's, they're not saying if it's a boy or a girl. She haven't released a at least what she had released what she had yet, but she just recently dropped that load. So congratulations hmm. to her. And the doctors are <laughs> able to confirm that her pussy <laughs> is in fact pink and her booty hole is indeed brown. Brown. Yes. <laughs> it's in. Okay. So I'm pretty sure y'all heard about Drake. That video of Drake leaked. Who did? Well, somebody leaked that video of Drake pleasuring himself. Do you think that somebody leaked it? I don't. I, he said he I leaked it. I thought he said he leaked it. <laughs> he did say he put it out. Yeah. Okay. Well, put yeah. it out. So, <laughs> see what you did he there. Put it out, he put it out for the world to see. <laughs> and so, of course, social media is just blowing up. Ah, blowing up. With these, with, with, these, with, these, with these pictures of him. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired of it. I'm tired every time I open up social media. Open up. They talk about it. They talk about <laughs> it. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of it. <laughs> Woo. I ain't gonna lie. It was hard to watch. Hard to watch. <laughs> I love this. <laughs> I cannot. I, cannot. Oh, I love this job. <laughs> Go ahead. Okay, he needed so somebody to just, stroke his ego, so I guess. Stroke the ego. <laughs> <laughs> so that was just announced that um, Alicia Keys will be a featured guest at the Super Bowl during we'll Usher's performance. On top of yes, the piano. Yes, TMZ has revealed it. The latest development in a highly anticipated performance. Sources close to the production confirms eyewitness accounts that Alicia Keys rehearsed with Usher inside of this, this stadium on Thursday. Well, so, get me pregnant and climb on a piano. You stupid. You better work, girl. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, I can't wait to see this. I, I hope I hope this performs. Well, it is, it's going to be um, good. 
because Usher's an entertainer anyway. He can perform his ass off. So hopefully it'll be uh, better than Rihanna's. <laughs> mm-hmm. Even though I love Rihanna, love her to death. That's my girl, but mm-hmm. it could have been more to her performance. But I understand she was pregnant, so yeah, at the time. Mm-hmm. But yeah, mm-hmm. we're gonna see. We're gonna see what Usher's gonna do. Mm-hmm. Next we have up Miss Jada Pinkett Smith. Mm. <clears throat> Over um. Oh, hold on, my dog messed me again. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Just a few days ago, well, it was Friday. Um, Jada had a terrifying ex- um, incident go down in her Los Angeles um, home. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and and he's confirming that shit. <laughs> He's like, no, no, somebody fuck with Jada, and I'm not having that shit. You know the fuck what? We're not going to have this. Me, me, the kibbles, the bits, all of us, we pulling we up. We're done. Jada. We're sick of their shit. We're sick of your shit. <laughs> your dog is pissed. Oh, my God. Just ruining my whole thing. He said, fuck that bitch. <laughs> oh. Anyway, okay, so anyway, like I said, J- Jada had a, a terrifying incident go down in her Los Angeles um, home earlier this week. Cops say the two men climbed onto her balcony while she was what? inside. <laughs> yes, yeah, so the two guys climbed her balcony while she was inside. Wow. Law enforcement said that the men, the men were wearing hoodies that attempted to break into her uh, place a little before 8 p.m. thinking that the coast was clear. But we were told that they were scared off by Jada Pinkett. <laughs> so she oh, scared them yeah, they were scared off. She went, <laughs> she went full on Matrix. What was the name of her character in Matrix? Yes. Oh, that bitch showed up with them little uh, puffs in her head. Who was it? Neat something. I forgot that. Name. I don't remember. Little Bantu yeah. knots. Yeah. Didn't yeah, she have the Bantu yeah. knots in her yeah. head? That's right, girl. Yes. Do your thing. Yes, 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 yes. Neobi or something. <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. Um, so, yeah, once she saw them, she uh, I guess she scared them off. She called the police. By the time the police got there, of course, they were nowhere in sight. They were gone. Mm. Um, it says that, uh, yeah, she was there by herself. Of course, Will wasn't with her because they had been separated for supposedly a couple of years now. So mm. she was at home by herself, but she's safe. Wow. Ain't nothing happened to her. Okay, so yeah. now we have, uh, of course, Death, Nicki Minaj, and the Megan Thee Stallion, all little beef thing, thing, or whatever. So, um, it was sometime last week or so. Um, she um, did an interview. She sat down with uh, Gail, Gail King. Mm-hmm. And, of course, the whole Megan situation came up. Mm-hmm. And she stated that. Um, Megan just wanted to have a um, a Rihanna moment, like that old thing that happened with her between her and Chris Brown. Mm-hmm. Huh. And so she was just like, um, Megan just wanted to have a Rihanna moment about getting the shot in the foot and all the other stuff with Tory Lanez. And so Rihanna caught whiff of it. I'm sure. And so. Said- <clears throat> Basically, Rihanna was just like, uh, "I ain't got, don't put my name in nothing. I ain't got nothing to do with this." She just um, she um, separated ties with um, Nicki Minaj. She ain't got nothing else to do with Nicki Minaj. She's not talking no more, um, talking no more to uh, Nicki Minaj because they was they were supposed to be good friends or whatever. But she cut ties with her now, and she says she's in full support of Megan. Hmm. 
So Nikki has talked her way out of a lot of shit mm-hmm. with with this with this little sneak diss or whatever she tried to do, or you know this yeah. revenge or I don't. I mean, what was the point? She wasn't even talking about you to begin with, so right. I don't get it. Yep. yep First yep. of all. Megan got on that podcast. I think it was a breakfast club and specifically said she's not naming any names, but a hit dog will fucking holler. She said a hit dog will holler. So who was the first bitch to go wolf? Mm -hmm. Of course, Nikki. So you felt threatened by her bar, the bar Mm -hmm. in question, Megan's Law. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Which if y'all don't know and y'all was living under a rock, it's about sex offenders having to register in their state when they move. So let me tell you something. I think this came from a barb. It had to, because Nikki doesn't strike me as the kind of person that would be like, hmm, Megan's Law, what's she trying to say? No, somebody said, oh, they taught, she said Megan's Law. And then Nikki looked at the computer or looked at her phone and was like, Megan's Law, let's get Like, it happened. That's probably what happened. I'm sorry, I'm sure that's what happened. It might somebody, be, but yeah, somebody at the end of the day, like, nobody told you me. to marry that man. Exactly. Mm. You exactly. made that decision on your own. Mm. Okay. And it's not this she, it ain't, it ain't, public knowledge. Not, she didn't even say nothing bad. She really didn't say nothing bad. No. And she didn't say anything that was incorrect, though. But, but she did say, and she did say, <clears throat> say in her rap, her, her after she said the Megan's law, and she was just like, and I don't even know why she bad at. She said, I don't know what she I don't know what she mad at me for. Wow. So yeah. She said well. she don't know. But anyways. Oh well. And so, <laughs> and so and so speaking of Megan. Okay. Megan has just announced she signed a new distribution deal with Warner Music. The H Town Hottie shared the exciting news with fans, noting that the partnership would allow her to remain independent. All right. More excitingly, Megan will also take ownership of her masters and publishers. Hmm. Additionally, the agreement also enables Megan to release her music through her independent entertainment entity, Hot Girl Productions, while simultaneously working with um, Warner Music and um, its affiliates. Okay. This means that Megan will gain access to Warner Music global services including distribution, radio promotions, and marketing. Hmm. But you know so, what? Internet internet deaded ready, uh, record labels. I'm going to be honest with you because mm-hmm. now any and everybody, you don't need a whole promotional team. All you need is your strong name and your ability to tweet, uh, Instagram, or Facebook something, and everybody is going to know mm-hmm. by word of mouth and by word of social media that your shit is out. So record labels need to tread lightly, anyways. But that's my own opinion. Yeah. Oh. So congrats to Megan. This is the first. Um, she's the first to um to sign this type of agreement. So hmm. out of uh, any of the other music entertainers, she's the first. Uh, she's the first to do this. So. Congrats to her. Yes, indeed. And keep it moving. Keep it moving. Okay, next up, um, Beth, um, Balenci- oh, Balenciaga Who? has officially... We don't know her. <laughs> Ever again in life. Balenciaga. You don't like Balenciaga? First of all, did you not know what they did? 
Hold on, what they do? Just a few months ago? No. no. You're dying into all that stuff, so but go ahead. What, what, what happened? Okay, so they did um, the promo shoot for their new line, but it was like heavily child exploited mm-hmm. It was it was weird. Y'all, why do y'all have kids in like leather, um, oh. with the little teddy bears and the little whips and change outfits and what? shit like that? And like, no, bro, no, bro, mm-hmm. no, that's sex trafficking, child molestation shit. Wow. Like, anybody got time for that? Fuck that wow. brain. Yeah, I said it. Oh, Fuck Balenciaga. It is, and it's gross. And I, I looked at it. I just shook my head because I, you know, I've never been into you know big labels like that, anyways. Right, exactly. But it's just the fact that all these people are out here promoting and oh, I'm got my Balenciaga. I got da 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 da. You know, you got some mm-hmm. gays walking around talking about my name, John Balenciaga. Yeah, you know, like you got part of house, all of these. That's part of a house. Exactly, yeah, but yeah. see, you're you're house. you're house tethering yourself to a name that's no. Uh, Whatever. Yeah. Okay. Sure. But anyway, they just, they just unveiled Kim Kardashian as as their latest um ambassador. Hmm. Um. Well, that's fitting. <laughs> she said. Now that um, you think about it, that's so fitting. Let, 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 let's let's talk more. Let's talk a little bit more about that because I have a whole last problem with all these. Here we go. Yes. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yes. What you mean, white people? No, us. Oh, you mean niggas? Oh, okay. Yes. I have a whole problem with y'all putting all y'all money and investing into these designers who don't even want your black ass in their products to begin Mm -hmm. with. Let's talk about that. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Tommy Hilfiger himself has came out and said, I don't make clothes with black people. He did say that. He sure did. Mm -hmm. He sure did. A lot of these designers feel that same way, but y'all still willing to put y'all black dollars into a company that don't even fucking fuck with you. Yep. Oh, them black dollars in a circle. Just That's why I'm like, if y'all, if y'all really like took the time to really be serious about the shit that y'all just be putting on Instagram and shit like that, like these mm-hmm. boycotting shits, let's take our black dollar and not do... If everybody really fucking did that one day, you would see how much of an impact we would cause. Companies would fucking crumble. Mm-hmm. They would. They We're would. The and consumers of bullshit. We are. They really, I mean, and people don't even realize the power in the black dollar. Why do you think everybody wants it? Because everybody's low key stealing, biting, backbiting from us, anyways. Mm-hmm. So if we deem your shit popular, people just gonna go take what we've done with it, white it up, and sell it at large. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's what they yeah. do. Yeah, it's what they've All been the doing forever. Time. Look at look at music. Look at hip. Never mind. I'm sorry. Not my segment. Go ahead. <laughs> anyway. We got to talk more okay. about this shit. Yeah. Man. Okay, so next up we got uh, Snoop Dogg and Master P. Okay. Do we? So Snoop Dogg and Master P are accusing Walmart of shelving their Snoop cereal, but not on the main floor. I saw this video. <laughs> <laughs> A new lawsuit accuses the grocery the grocery giant and post foods of intentionally hiding their product. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The Rapid Engine's attorney officially filed docs documents obtained on Tuesday, which alleged Walmart and Post conspired together to bury their broadest food company after agreeing to partner with them. Listen, according to, the suit, according to the suit, 
Post first attempted to buy out Snoop and Master P and later pretended to share their vision by agreeing to adopt the cereal as one of their own and distribute the product in big name retailers such as Walmart. Mm -hmm. <laughs> they was pissed. They was yes. going through that Walmart in the back. Yep. They were snatching stuff off <laughs> the shelf. Yeah. They, like, they had boxes in the back that had already expired. Right. Already expired. Yep. Y'all ain't shit for that. <laughs> and, and and I've been in Walmart uh, plenty times. So this is I now like, the I like to uh, I like those rollback prices. I ain't gonna hold you. Yeah. Listen, this is now the but third. I ain't week never in a row. seen that cereal ever in my life. I've never seen it either. I've Listen, this is the third either. week in a row we've dragged Walmart on this show alone. <laughs> right. The third week. <laughs> third week. Get it together, I Walmart. Said, what the damn, fuck is going on? Um, exactly. Just you, you, you're really supposed to be clutch for the poor man. Now you starting to do some uh caucasity. <laughs> we we sick of this shit now. Right, exactly. A whole mess. Mm. A whole mess. Okay, so um speaking of Okay. Uh, speaking of Kim Kardashian again. No, uh, why? No. This is we're gonna no, this is in regards to um, Usher. Usher has hopped aboard Kim Kardashian undergarment <laughs> training. Oh, her I'm sorry. Undergarment called, what is it called? Skin? Skims. Skims. Skim. Yeah. He just, um, he's, he's just the most recent star to partner up with her and promote her Skims line. And he, and, and in his little promotion, you know, they were showing him all shirtless with the new, um, boxer briefs by Ooh. Skims. Y'all haven't seen that on, on social media? Skims. Scams, yeah. It should have been called. And he was holding a peach in his hand. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah so ever since that alleged uh, herpes thing, I'm you know what? <laughs> I'm not very inclined to want to see Usher in nobody's draws. I, just, I cannot. I, I don't. I cannot. I but cannot. okay, sure, Kim. Yeah, definitely mm -hmm. for Kim's draws. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> no, I'm saying. Okay. Now, Judge Matt. Next up, we got Judge Mathis. Oh, that's my bad. <laughs> Judge Mathis. He did he do something problematic? Nah, he ain't do nothing problematic. But he spoke on um Cat Williams and Monique. Why? Okay. He go okay. So it says Cat Williams and Monique sharing their truth on Club Shay Shay was the worst possible move for the black community. There that's you go. Says. I could. That's told what he that. says. The man has been paid to have an honest gauge on uneasy situations, lethal. Lethal, ethical, and otherwise. And according to... Shay Shay. Oh, yeah. according to Judge Mathis, he wrote that all this mudslinging stinks. <laughs> Mathis held court on his Instagram page and called for an end to the recent... Um, what is that? Missiles? Yeah, missiles well, launched in the public eye amongst Black entertainers. Okay. <laughs> he didn't single out Cat or Mo by name, but the social media space has been in shambles since Kat's um, interview that aired in Jan on January 3rd, and also, yeah. Um, yeah, Monique's um, whole um, interview also. So he was just like, basically saying, this is ridiculous. We should not they be did. doing this. He said it's an embarrassment to, embarrassment to Black culture. I don't think so. Me either. Because, mm -hmm. I mean, how is it embarrassing to expose something that was wrong, that you feel was wrongfully done? Everybody else right. gets a space and a place yeah. to say something. So right. why is it that when black people speak up, then we're automatically 
you know, labeled as some kind. There's always a negative Bob connotation Nye. whenever a black yeah. person says something. I'm sick mm-hmm. of this. I'm sick of it. This yep. is why then, I said what I said on my TikTok. I said 2024 needs to be the year of accountability. Accountability. I'm sick of, and then that's a stigma was in the black community, yo. It's a mm. stigma in the black community that yeah. everything needs to be swept under a rug and hush, hush. That's no. What was That's, That's not what how you heal saying. from anything. Speak your truth and let it go. Now, if exactly. you keep on egging it on and beating a dead horse with it, that's one thing. Yeah. But there's no problem with saying what somebody has done to you, how that shit yeah. made you feel, and how you were able to move forward from it. What's wrong with that? Nothing. Nothing wrong with that at all. Shit. Nothing that's, that's at saying. all. That's exactly what she was saying. Like she, look, she talked about Oprah Winfrey like a dog. She talked about, about Oprah Winfrey like a dog, and she talked about Tyler Perry like a dog. Well, she mentioned a, she mentioned <laughs> a few other people too, like Tiffany Haddish and um and um oh, and she went on um what's this daggone name? The short comedian, Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart. She went on Kevin yep. Hart too. She said, "I respect it." She said he played the hell out of me. Hmm. what he did she, she was telling everything i said damn wow well, i haven't heard it i haven't heard it yet yeah i, I, I mean i wanted to thing. but when i saw yeah. shannon sharp i was like eh, probably not yeah. i watched bits and pieces of it yeah. i was watching yeah. it, um yesterday but i didn't i haven't finished watching it yet but i i see watched most of it so far and did you majority... hear what dion hughley said to her oh god now, they're, they're going back I and forth I, yeah i saw clips of when um at his response to her whole interview she was just like she lying. She was like she's she's straight up lying and some old stuff he said. How is she lying when Lee Daniels himself mm-hmm. apologized? Yeah, Lee Daniels, mm. she said that she no 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 about the situation that occurred between DL and her. I don't about believe whole, first of all, he said his own daughter was lying about mm. their little situation too. <laughs> mm. Like let's let's stop it. Let's stop it. So you know the fuck boy accent. So you know a fuckboy accent, oh, no. like when you can when you can literally hear somebody that's lying, and you'd be mm-hmm. like, "Yeah, that accent." That whole interview was in a fuckboy yeah. accent. Mm-hmm. Totally I heard. said, "Wow!" I was like, "Oh my god!" But yeah, Anybody she, got time for him? She, she is, but she dog. She straight dog um, Oprah out, Oprah yeah. and Tyler. And then she kept. She was talking about the whole um, how she recorded his um, recorded Tyler on the phone, saying he um, made up that lie about her. Right. being a difficult um person to work with and all that stuff she had it on recording hmm. and she said she hmm. was talking she was Love talking to <laughs> she was talking to shannon she was talking to shannon and he was like she, um she was saying you heard it you heard it right you heard it. he said he lied he made it up and then i'm um, saying oh, but you was wrong why you record that and she was like what, what? Do you mean why i record a receipt baby <laughs> <laughs> everybody in this in this motherfucker calling me a liar saying i'm doing too much <laughs> Here go to receive. And she goes, 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 she Literally just said this shit last wow. night. Literally just said. You do because at this point it's obvious you hate women. 
You every time a woman speaks up for herself, you do you do everything in your power to try to sweep her under the rug and shit like that. Ugh. Mm-hmm. And it's wrong. Whatever. Anyway. Yeah. Okay. Bruh, you know, I'm just talk this stuff on real talk. Like you said, what? I can, go, I can go all day. Okay. <laughs> Literally. Okay. Last up, I have uh, Matthew Knowles, Beyonce father. Okay. Okay. So JC, okay. So I'm pretty sure you all saw on the um, the Grammys after Jay Z won his award, his whole little speech he said up there and about um, Beyonce not winning. Um, mm-hmm. Album of the year or whatever. She's mm-hmm. she's won the most Grammys out of anybody, but she has never won the um the album of the year or whatever. Hey Taylor like Swift, right? <laughs> so because I, I got a dragon for your ass next. Right. But go ahead. So Jay Z says the Recording Academy is at fault for Beyonce never winning the top prize at the Grammys, but Beyonce's father says her own record label is also contributing to the snub. Matthew knows. Um, a state did you call him Messy knows? I said Matthew knows. Oh, I did not say same difference. I could have sworn he mm. said Messy knows. No, it wasn't like it was a misnomer. <laughs> Matthew claims Beyonce record label Columbia Records isn't doing its part behind the scenes, suggesting that it's not going to bat for her when it comes to the voting process or the lobbying involved for award shows. As Matthew explained, record labels can only support one artist per category, which becomes an issue when artists from the same label are nominated for the same award. As he, is, as he has been the case, I mean, as has been with the case of Beyonce at least twice. Matthew mm-hmm. says that this exact scenario played out back in 2017 when Beyonce and Adele, who was also signed to Columbia, were both nominated for um, Album of the Year. Mm. Matthew oh, claims so... that Columbia Records threw its support behind Adele and she ended up trumping B for the Grammy. Mm-hmm. Harry Styles mm-hmm. is also a Columbia. Oh. Um, um, Harry Styles is also oh. um, from Columbia. You know, you don't know who Harry Styles is? I don't okay. know who that is. And last year he beat out, he also beat out Beyonce for album of the year. Mm-hmm. Matthew says there are all sorts of reasons a record label will support one artist over the another. He broke down a few um a few of them, while also pointing out <laughs> it's not right. while always pointing out it is not always about the music itself. <laughs> so he said he's not so basically he was just saying it's not the the Grammy's fault, it's the actual record label's fault. So your daddy them hyped up. Okay, so at this point, <clears throat> y'all, when a woman capes for herself, y'all hate. When a man capes for his woman, y'all still hate. Again, y'all hate women. Let's, go, yeah. <laughs> Let's put it out there. You hate <laughs> y'all hate women. That's what simple. it is. Yeah. And at this point, I wouldn't even want that shit no more because if she was to win it next year everybody would say oh it's because because it was such a big deal Mm -hmm. last year yep yep that's That's the name that's the title of this show y'all hate women (laughs) y'all hate women (laughs) well anyway that wraps it up for this week's segment of trolling with your boy tigger man Mm-hmm. Turn the swift, bend that ass over. <laughs> you about to get it smacked up Thank next you, on all the Caucasity. 
So being homeless is illegal. Feeding and clothing the homeless is illegal. The rent is astronomically high. Um, Mortgages, mortgage rates are astronomically high. People can't afford to buy a home. Um, We got to pay student loans back or they're going to garnish your check, your wages, leading you to be homeless. Um, It's illegal to have roommates. And there are states where it's illegal to have roommates unless they're your family. Um, They don't pay you enough on the job to keep up with the with the wage of living a livable wage. Child care is basically like paying a second mortgage if you have multiple children, or even one. Um, and if you're homeless, you get jailed. Or you're eliminated, because I'm not going to forget what happened in San Francisco where they rounded up all them homeless people and we ain't heard from them since. I'm not going to forget about that. They have tons, I mean, millions of illegal immigrants crossing the border, getting bussed out to all the states on our dime. They're giving them housing, food, clothes, money. But if we're homeless, American citizens are homeless, you know, child, they're giving them child care. They're giving them uh, medical care, education. But if we're homeless because we can't afford to live, food and gas is sky high. I'm just, I just keep adding things. But homelessness is becoming illegal. So what does that mean? Let's not forget they're building tons of super, mat, super prisons. These huge state-of-the-art prisons for billions of dollars. I'm telling y'all. They are trying to punish or eliminate the non-compliant parts of society. They are criminalizing everything so that they can lock you up. And the ones that cannot keep up or the low-tier people, they're either going to eliminate you or lock you up. That is is the final goal of slavery. I made a video about this already. Slavery. Slavery for those that are non-compliant. Slavery for those that are at the uh, lower part of the totem pole. Criminalizing everything. And, hold on. Mind you, in Atlanta and other states, they are giving so much more power to the police to arrest you over absolutely nothing if they decide to. They're giving them the choice on their own judgment to arrest you on certain things. And these are big things. If you're outside where they're protesting, they can choose to arrest you. And these are things that are going in a bill to be passed. It's already passed like the lower Senate and it's going up to the Supreme Court. And it's not just protesting. It's like a whole plethora of things that are impeding on our freedom of speech and our rights as American citizens terribly. And I do mean terribly. And I'm thinking, where are they going to put all these people? The jails are overcrowded. All of them are overcrowded. Where are they going to put these people? But then I thought and I said, wait, they're building all these super prisons. That's where they're going to put everybody. We in trouble. Marcus has your glimpse. Without seasoning. So here we go. 
all right, y'all, I'm starting a list, right? Of the people we just simply won't discuss anymore because they're either irrelevant, they're underage, uh, you know, for clowning, or mm -hmm. we just suspect that, you know, they might be a little, you know, there might be something psychological going on. So we're just going, <laughs> you know, not add to whatever they got going on. And one of these people is that white woman y'all kept complaining about seeing over and over during the Ravens game. Uh, <laughs> what's, your, what's her name again? Oh, yeah, Taylor Swift. So I'm going <clears> to <throat> say something about her. Uh, go ahead. No, that was going to be one of my, my why. <laughs> okay. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Because I've, I've said it before, and I guess I've like made jokes and stuff online, and people feel a certain type of way about me saying things about Taylor Swift. And I am going to explain to y'all why I do not actually fuck with Taylor Swift. Oh, shit. And then I'm going to leave it alone. I'm not going to say her name. Y'all can. And each time y'all will get the who because they're just so <laughs> I just don't talk about anymore. So, Taylor. So, I believe I like that every Taylor. demographic of people. Well, let me get let me get to it. But I believe that every demographic of people, every person needs somebody that they can identify with. I do. Somebody needs, you know, they. everybody needs that. That will be me one day moment. And I'm good with that. My issue with Taylor is that she's, she's that for, I guess, the white girls, but she's that for the wrong reasons. Taylor Swift promotes herself to be this pop icon, and she tries to stand, you know, parallel to Beyonce. Can't. No matter how much white people <laughs> want this to happen. And you just talked about it in your segment. And it's just yet another example of why Taylor Swift... She's not talented. Have you listened to her music? She's just not good. Like, I'm not saying that she does not have bops. Not Hold on. But what I'm saying is that her business sense, her overall... Everything about Taylor Swift is about money. She pays to be in your face on these platforms at a Ravens game. Why are we seeing more about what's going on Taylor Swift picking her nose than we see about what's going on on the field of any mm -hmm. given game? Why is Travis taken to the blogs Why? Why? and talking about, oh, well, you know, if the Chiefs win the Super Bowl, I'm going to propose to you and all this other stuff. Like, mm -hmm. why is it that why? every time women like Taylor Swift and Kim Kardashian like, they absolutely do nothing, but they're rich. And because they're rich, they put themselves constantly in the faces of demographics that they aren't a part of. Taylor, does she have some bops? Yes. But is Taylor a standalone? Like, without the music, can Taylor hold a note? <laughs> can she? No Up next to Beyonce. Just be real. Just be realistic. <laughs> oh, hell no. Hell exactly. No. But hell you constantly no. No, want to put her on this platform. She's stolen things from Michael Jackson, that damn, that war, that award on the year <laughs> that he died. She piped her little ass up there. Just, oh my God. And she does that goofy ass. Oh my God. <laughs> I can't believe I won. Oh my oh, God. And they show. And you played. When she won. And it's fake. They show a, a um. They show. I think with her. I think it was Harry Styles sitting down in the chair oh. after she got off. Of, after <laughs> she said her speech, the camera went to Harry. I think it was Harry Styles, and you see his mouth um say, "Bullshit. That's bullshit." <laughs> 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 
So even your friends I think it was know. Even your friends know that you are not. Now, now, I'm not saying that she doesn't have bops. Don't get me wrong. Do not misquote me. She has bops. But is she a pop artist? No. She would be like that person that did something. Oh, yeah, I did a pop song one time. Like that kind of thing. But for her to constantly be painted as a pop star for doing absolutely nothing, your talent is not in your vocal ability your talent is in your wallet or your purse or your daddy's wallet or purse mm -hmm. yeah, I, don't know. I don't know what daddy got but anyways it's not like she's not a pop artist and i don't respect people like her like the kim kardashians that constantly pay to be in the media like goddamn, uh, y'all remember when poor Northwest was a baby and they kept dragging her ass after all them fashion shows and she kept tearing everything up, because, like uh. screaming to bloody murder because the goddamn Kardashians wanted to be in front of the camera all of the time and Kim sitting there just striking a pose for all the you know for all the cameras as she's sitting there trying to parent. That's that bullshit. And I'm sick yep. of people. It is that bullshit. And I'm sick of people trying to <laughs> pay their way into a title that they didn't earn. Pay their Girl. way into fame. Yeah. Yes, you are. And uh, it's just awful. And then for other people like Krishan that want to sit around and Krishan and goddamn Jess Hilarious that people think that just because they're from Maryland that we're supposed to support but can't seem to keep their goddamn mouth shut. Girl, you're pretty. Girl, you have a talent. Do that. Stay in that lane because every time you attempt to say something philanthropic you sound like an idiot. Mm -hmm. Just saying. And that is the caucasity. Yeah. Well, not Krishan, but you know, Taylor Swift yeah. is the caucasity of this week. Yeah. Oh, oh no, it was Ed Sharon. It was um you, you Hello? Uh, Ed Sharon. Don't tell don't me know who that Ed is. Is. Mm -mm. Don't know yeah, who that is. The red hair guy. The red hair guy. I ain't he met her either. He said <laughs> <laughs> you know who that <laughs> is. I never met him. Second half of the show is up next on WRTR, Real Talk Radio, oh, the podcast. Queer history is black history and black history is American history. So let me introduce y'all to some of our elders and ancestors. Ancestors like Frances Thompson, a formerly enslaved black trans woman who is believed to be the first trans person to testify before Congress. Frances was an anti-rape activist who was a survivor of the Memphis massacre when she was gang assaulted by a mob of white men. And she played a central role in getting the government to enact legislation that protected the civil rights of newly emancipated black people. Unfortunately, Frances passed away in 1876, a few months after she got out of prison, she was arrested for cross-dressing and forced into a male prison where she was also abused. Moving on to the icon, Storm de la Viette. Storm was a gay rights activist and a drag performer who is believed to have thrown the punch that ignited the Stonewall Uprising. She was a groundbreaking performer who was a part of the first racially integrated drag group, and she embraced androgyny off the stage too, which was a rarity at that time. And with all due respect, she was fine. Storm was affectionately known as the Rosa Parks of the gay community, and she continued her advocacy until she passed away at the age of 93 in 2014. And lastly, we have the grandfather of Vogue, Willie Ninja. Vogue was a dance form that was already in existence, but Willie brought it to a level of skill and visibility that earned him the nickname. 
like many of our elders, Willie took on the role of mother to young queer people in his community that were searching for protection and guidance, and he founded the House of Ninja in 1982. Willie was also a pioneer in the world of fashion and music. He's part of the reason why Naomi Campbell has that sturdy-ass strut. Willie's story is outlined in Paris is Burning, a documentary that I consider a must-watch for queer people. It provides insight into the 1980s ballroom culture through the perspective of Black and Latinx performers I've seen it about 40 times and I'm about to make it 41. Take us to work. Take us on the go. Take us wherever you go. WRTR Real Talk Radio. All right, we're back. We're black and welcome to the second half of the show here on WRTR Real Talk Radio. So, have y'all been watching our, you know, if you haven't, we, you know, invite you to subscribe to our YouTube channel. We have a YouTube channel, and apparently it gets views, like thousands of views and, you know, comments and stuff that I just don't check because I'm not a YouTuber, but because we started putting the show on YouTube, I guess people have started to listen by way of there, which, thank you to all of y'all listening in mm -hmm. on YouTube. But to all y'all knuckle-dragging-ass people that want to sit there and put nasty-ass comments... And our in our Black History uh, <laughs> posts and such, uh, a big huge fuck you to each one of you because Ooh. that is like Ooh. the stuff that was put. I don't mind a negative comment, I don't mind criticism, but to like some of the stuff that y'all saying that she's wrong, like you know <laughs> you, like I put up a post. Uh, it was a joke about Trump. People want to you know just some of the hateful things said. I was gonna go through each comment and dissect it and drag them, but why? Who cares? Uh, so, how was your week? You, can do yeah. you said I can do... I think I deleted the screenshots, but I'll try to find them. Tell us about your week while I do that. Mm, my week has been real chill, actually. Uh, Not too um, much going on. Some, like, rehearsals. I know, that's right. I'm getting ready for this show on the 18th, I believe. Saturday the 18th, yeah. right? Oh, I got two actually. All right, you better well, let me go off. Because guess who ain't gonna be the only one booked and busy? Oh, Smith. Yeah. <laughs> so on the 17th, I have a show at Martinis, and then I have one All on right. the 18th at Throw Social. Nice. So. That's what I've been in preparation for this okay. week. And again, this week coming up, um, I have some rehearsals for that as well. So busy, busy, busy. Nice. Take a man, your week. Oh, my week has been um it's been chill too. Other than um work. Work at work has actually been draining me a little bit because doing all this training, training people, so it's just like nerve-wracking. Mm -hmm. Nerve-wracking, but other than that, uh, my week has been going pretty well so far. Mm. Supposed, to be going to, supposed to be going to a '70s party later on today, so I got my my my, my bell bottoms, my my big collar shirt, my big afro, my shades, and some goddamn platforms. I tried walking them joints and almost broke my ankle. Oh my mm. god! But yeah. <laughs> well. So I'm gonna I'm snap some pictures and send them to y'all. <laughs> okay. So Looking so for. <laughs> and you. Um, shit. My week is the same. People at work tried to get on my nerves. Um, I had to. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm not even going there. Who you had to cuss out this week? 
That's what we should be asking. Exactly. Who you have to cuss this? I do not cuss people out. People, I do not. People, you know, they act out, and I just, you know, show them the right way. (laughs) (laughs) So there you go. I guess. Anywho, okay, I found a couple of the screenshots. All right. So one, uh, should I be saying people's names? Okay, whatever. Anyway, somebody put up. um, Now the stuff that you know is political. And they'll be like, you know, Trump forever, yada, 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 fine. But then y'all be saying stuff like Trump 2024 can't even defend Biden anymore. But you can defend Trump? Like, what? I mean, what was mm-hmm. the purpose of that particular comment? So, mm-hmm. I mean, you're talking about Biden uh, can't... Uh, uh, Trump, who is li- literally right now in legal trouble. This is the person that uh, legal trouble for treason, mind you, is the person <laughs> that you want to, to run your country. That's how you know America is fucked up. They don't give a damn about nothing. <laughs> somebody put, somebody put, Black Lives Matter, White Lives Matter, Yellow Lives Matter, Blue Lives Matter, All Lives Matter. Wake up, people! This is a hate group. Quit spreading hate, people. So let's. Who's a hate group? They said we're right. a hate group. Exactly. Hate, yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> so that's why we hate your ass. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> Let's address this because I think we already did. Okay. So y'all have a problem when people speak up for themselves and say, "Hey, this isn't right." So black people, <laughs> when we say again, black, the fact that a term that literally just says Black Lives Matter. It does not say Black Lives Only Matter. It does not say only everything that ain't Black Matter. It, it's like, it's very clear. It's saying Black Lives Matter. We didn't put comma two on there. <laughs> because we thought, that it, we thought that it was implied. We thought that this was implied. But for some reason, Y'all old wooden too fast bitches in your minds that we're not saying that your life doesn't matter. (laughs) We're reiterating that our lives do because somehow we keep ending up dead and y'all can forget. Y'all just forget. So we go, hey, tap, tap. Hey, girl. So, um, you know, we'd (laughs) like for you to stop killing us. And... (laughs) For whatever reason, y'all have found it in your hearts to find offense in this. And you're like, what do you mean Black Lives Matter? What about my life? Bitch, it's not about you. You're not out here getting murdered by the tens and thousands every single day for just being black. You're not. Right. It, but you know what it is? Is people don't care. They want to remain exactly. in their ignorance. Exactly. I think that's the, that's the even thing. though common sense ain't common, which is I could say a, a good percentage of the people who didn't understand the Black Lives Matter slogan. Mm. I think a lot more people just are comfortable with the way things are. Mm. They don't care. Like. We've gotten to a point in society where people actually turned a blind eye to somebody getting shot in the street. Mm-hmm. It doesn't phase anybody no more. Like 10, 20 years ago, it was like, oh my God, I cannot believe this is happening. It's become new normal. Yeah. 
So then there's this comment from a white woman because it's in her profile picture. She goes by the name. She goes by the name Truly Treasured on YouTube. She comments. She says, rioting and looting isn't our thing. So, yeah. So, yeah. Who Ashley said Babbitt. So, Ashley yeah. Babbitt. Ashley so, Babbitt. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> I've seen so many, like, news clippings and actual videos that they don't post on the news from, like, social media and stuff. That it happens to be, like, the Caucasian people who are, like, throwing so, bricks through their stores and stealing. And st- it's at alarming rates. Oh, my God. Like, I mean, so Larry, can you believe them? They are so, like, savage because, oh I mean, God. these guys, they, like, go out. Oh, my God. Like, one time, this one, like, white guy, or, I mean, he was kind of orange. He got on the internet, right? Mm-hmm. And he uh, told them, he told all of the white people, he was like, hey, go down to the Capitol and turn that bitch out. And like all of the girls, they collected their things, they got their wigs in a bag, and they trotted down to the motherfucking Capitol building. And do you know that these savages went through and were like going through people's offices and calling people's <laughs> names out? Oh and like God. one bitch named Ashley oh Babbitt. God. I totally heard about that and guess what those savages did they were actually stealing things from these people's offices (laughs) they are so barbaric like who does that oh my god i would never never oh my god (laughs) bitch please Uh, this is why black lives matter because you know Oh, that's not oh a that's not a us thing. That's yeah. So that wasn't y'all. Okay, it wasn't. It wasn't, it wasn't her. It's yeah. Okay. All the time. Let's not the do that. Was, it wasn't Let's her. not do that. All races have have done it. So so don't give me that bullshit. Y'all motherfuckers was the biggest televised riot in exactly. a, American history. Fuck out of here. Not to mention the fact. That's not a us thing. And then um, we're actually so we're marching and we're rioting and all this other stuff. We're protesting when we are killed. Y'all do that shit when your favorite team loses a goddamn sports event. Exactly. So, I mean, the list goes on. So, please, let's not go there. (sighs) Don't comment on our shit if you just don't. I'm going to find her Actually, yeah. I can't deal with that stupidity shit. (laughs) Yeah. But you know what? Do comment on our stuff because, you know, it gives us an engagement. Hate click is still a click. Ha! Anyways. Mm -hmm. Mm. Want to know why? Guess what? It's up next. The Waffles on WRTR, Real Talk mm. Radio. Are straight males not allowed to go to a lesbian bar? Allowed? Yes. Welcome? Fuck no. At least not by me. Context, this is a straight woman who was invited to a lesbian bar by her friend, and then she proceeded to invite her friend, a straight man. A lesbian who was there that night has since made a video about how that man predictably acted like a dickhead, and when she confronted him, his female friends verbally attacked her. Now a lot of lesbians are sharing their experiences with disrespectful and aggressive behavior from straight men who were brought to lesbian spaces by straight women. I've had experiences like this too. So my answer will always be no, straight men do not belong in lesbian bars. Queer spaces are designed to provide safe havens in a society that ostracizes the LGBTQ community. 
Our elders fought to preserve these spaces when they were subject to police raids and other indignities. These spaces are dwindling. There are currently only 27 lesbian bars in the entire United States. So do I think we have a right to gatekeep in this instance? You can bet your bottom dollar, Annie. Now I know a lot of straight women go to queer bars because you also desire a space that's free of straight men. That's because y'all know that a great deal of men do not know how to act around women, especially when they've been drinking. This is times 12 when it comes to queer women and when y'all bring them around anyway, it often creates the very danger that we're trying to escape. And in general, can we have a crumb? There are plenty of spaces in the world for straight people, especially straight men, to go out and have fun. May we have a spot of porridge, please, sir? Why do you have roaches? Why do my children hate me? WRTR Real Talk Radio. Why do my vagina burn? The truth is out there. Explaining the unexplained. We're answering why to the questions you want to know. We take your tweets at WRTR Radio. We take your emails at WRTR Radio at gmail.com. And you can hit something on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash WRTR Real Talk Radio. This is the Y-Files. Remember, the truth is out there. Who's going first? Larry got a sinister grin. Yeah. <laughs> What's that grin about? Mm. My why comes from me because mm-hmm. fuck asking y'all shit. Mm. Why do we continue to make the most idiotic and stupid ass people fucking famous? Oh. Why? Why? I don't know. Because Jess Hilarious needs a job, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Well, well, listen, people you don't talk about no more. Oh, my right. bad. Exactly. <laughs> Sorry. No, for real, because I'm sick of it. Like, but every who? time I pop up on my social media, there's some idiot that that is on there. And people are following this stuff. And it's just like, why are you following this idiot-ass fucking person? Like, for mm. what? Like, they're not adding anything to the culture. As a matter of fact, you're more of an embarrassment than anything. You setting us back like 50 years. Mm. (laughs) Like, I just don't understand that. You're you're not a good role model. Not to say that parents shouldn't be, you know what I'm saying, making sure. But we're in a new age. Kids have internet nowadays. Kids see shit that they shouldn't see nowadays. And you got this bitch on here glorifying sucking dick and pussy popping on a handstand. And you Mm. got six-year-old Keisha who's singing that shit. Mm-hmm. And then her mom who hyping her up making videos right. like we gotta stop doing this type of shit, man. Mm. Yep. We come from kings and queens, and y'all motherfuckers here acting like motherfucking poppers and shit. <laughs> like, come on, bro. It, it, it's sad to see like all, all up and down my timeline. We gotta right. have more respect for each other. Mm. Get your six-year-old's happy trail off the internet. Like for mm. real, like it's Stop for this. real. I'm I'm sick of it. Like, stop making stupid ass motherfuckers famous, y'all. Right, right. Let's start there. <sighs> exactly. Why? Because the truth is motherfucking out there. Period. Oh, Kidoki. This one comes from Reggie from Philly. Philly. He said, uh, <clears throat> "Oh God, Reggie from Philly sent in something problematic." So let's read about it. Mm-hmm. He wants to know, quote unquote. <laughs> Why females get mad and put dudes on child support when they don't want to be with them? They be trying to punish men when they don't want to be with them. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's what he said. 
So, well, all right. so Reggie wants to know why women are putting dudes on child support when they don't want to be with them. I mean, well, I have to know the logistics for this shit, too, though, because are you doing anything to help this said child in the first place? If exactly. you're not, then, I mean, rightfully so, child support well, it is. Exactly, Reggie. Let's be honest. So you you didn't put much effort into your education, or at least sentence structure. So <laughs> let's start there. <clears throat> so we're gonna start there, and then we're going to move into the fact that, well, you know, it takes two people to raise a child, and I'm sorry, it takes two people to create a child. I don't know what science is doing, but well, let's just go by the basic method, right? <laughs> two people. <laughs> Childbearing, or childbearing by one. That woman then has the baby, brings that life into the world. That baby then feeds from that mother. She has everything in her body to nourish her baby. Until that baby gets a little bit older. Until that baby starts shitting. Until that baby <laughs> gets hungry I again. I cannot. Oh, no. <laughs> I cannot. Okay. Wait! Wait! I cannot. <laughs> I cannot. So, then expenses come into play, right? Did you just say it? <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. Then expenses come into play, right? And it's a thing where <laughs> you throwing me off, you die laughing. But it's a thing where, like, really? They're she putting you on child support because your ass ain't sitting there supporting your child. If you can prove that you have supported your child, a judge isn't going to look at that and go, hmm, well, but you, do you want to be with her? No? Hmm, let me court order. They're not going to do that. You have to support your child. Yep. You can't just out, go out here. Ugh. Y'all are just weird. Y'all want to be raw dogging, shooting up the clubs, spraying the walls, whatever y'all doing these days, and don't want to then handle the responsibility. Then people are victimized. Then women are chastised for yet again speaking up for themselves. Y'all just hate women. See the name of the show? I'm not all saying. full circle. Mm -hmm. Why? Because the truth is out no, there. Man. Yeah. Mm -mm -mm. What you got, Tigger Man, or was yours the Taylor Swift? Mine was thing? the whole Taylor Swift. Why? Why every time I cut on the TV or go on social media, the first thing I see is Taylor Swift ads. <laughs> but did y'all see those memes? I'm tired. Y'all see those memes that they had of her around Baltimore? They had her in front of Melba's place, which is like this dive bar for <laughs> you know, inter like for bisexual, <laughs> you know, gay and straight no. like one of those mixing pots. They had her all <laughs> over the place, and people were going, "Oh, you could tell this is photoshopped." I'm like, "Dumbass, of course, of course photoshopped." Yeah. You don't get the joke. The joke is that she it's is everywhere. everywhere. She's everywhere. just gonna be posted everywhere, and she's gonna be there with some goofy look, which is what she did. Yeah. But people don't get that because <laughs> they're not paying attention. Ugh. Right. Exactly. I have another why. Uh -oh. What's that? <clears throat> My why comes from Black History Month. <laughs> Oh, Lord. Why is it only 28 and now Black, 29 days? Black <laughs> wants to know how come white people always try to take credit for black things that have always been exist in existence? Like how Taylor Swift boyfriend <laughs> Mm. Had, to get on, had to get on the internet and let people know that he did not indeed come up with the fade. The fade mm. has always been, we've been in existence. Doing, we've been doing that for years. Hold Why? On. 
Hold on, stop, pause. Somebody yes. said what? No, no, no. All of my notifications, if it says Taylor Swift, it does not come through on my phone. So I don't see a lot of stuff. <laughs> no. So, the media, somebody somebody made a, a report about, what's his name, Kelsey? Is his mm. name Kelsey? Okay, saying that haircut is now the most requested haircut. He has a fade. A fade. Our haircut. So they're trying to insinuate that he made like instead of canceling out fade they're trying to call it the kelsey haircut yes oh. so he oh. had to get on beyonce's internet and be like oh nah because he didn't want mm -hmm. that smoke yeah. and mm. let people know that no i did not come up with this haircut no y'all i got this from niggas what i asked my mm. barber to give me let's mm -hmm. not do that and you better be fucking lucky you did that because y'all yep. seen what happened to Kim when she mm. tried to, you know what I'm saying, let it slide about those boxer braids. Mm. The boxer yeah. braids and mm. bullshit. Yeah. We're not doing that this fucking month. Y'all not going to keep taking away from our culture and try to make it your and own. That's what you're not going to do yeah. because there's history behind it. And if you don't care enough to educate yourself about the history behind it, the that's problem you, is what you're not gonna do is try to covet something that has already been done by yeah. us, the mm. blacks. So kiss mm. my black ass. Mm. The problem is they ain't got no exactly. Y'all ain't got no culture for yourselves, and you sit there and like try to sit there and wear everybody else's culture as a goddamn costume. We sick of y'all. Period. Uh, that wraps it up for this week's Waffles. Always answering. Well, you know all the links. Anyways, up next, news to make you nauseous. Be right back. Slavery never went away in America. They just found a new way to implement it. It's called wage slavery. It is the exploitation of labor by businesses by keeping wages low or stagnant in order to maximize profits. I'm gonna give you an example. I got my first job in 1995. I was working at Walgreens. I was a cashier and I was working in Chicago, Illinois. So that was about 29 years ago. So the minimum wage in Chicago, Illinois today is $15.80. Do some quick, simple math. Subtract $5.25 for $15.80. That means in the last 29 years, the minimum wage was raised by $10. $10.55, which translates to 36 cents a year. That's how much they raised when minimum wage in Chicago, by 36 cents a year. So I went to the inflation calculator to see how much $5.25 from 1995 would translate today. And that would be $10.41. $10.41. But that's how much I would have made if we used the inflation for today. If we used it in 1995, I would be making $10.41. So for shits and giggles, I wanted to see what $15.80 was in 1995 and how would that translate today? $31.33. $31. And 33 cents, y'all. <laughs> oh my God. That's how much minimum wage should be today, but they're paying us $15.80. So slavery didn't really change, they just upgraded it. And they included white folks into that, especially middle-class white folks. And then let's talk about taxes, cause we pay taxes on everything. You pay taxes with your paycheck. You pay sales tax when you buy something. You buy a car, taxes. You buy a home, taxes. You buy land, property taxes. There are even some states that even after you buy a car, every year you have to pay property taxes on your car. I think that one of the states are, is Virginia. <laughs> you got to pay property taxes on the car that you already bought. 
then this government takes our tax money and do fuck all with it. They give it to foreign countries like the land that was created in 1948. They then take that tax money that we give them, they turn it around and give it to APAC. APAC then takes that money and gives it to who? Our politicians. Who then raises our taxes to get more taxes to give to the land that was created in 1948. And the cycle continues. Same thing with the insurance company. They give insurance companies subsidies. Yet the insurance companies charge us premiums and co-pays and all this crazy shit. But they get money from the United States government. They take that money and then they would do what? They give it to the politicians in their little packs and special interest lobbies. And they give the money to who? The politicians. Who then what? Raises our taxes. <laughs> Let's talk about the weapons manufacturing companies. They go ahead and do what? Price gouge the crap out of our government. So our government takes our taxes to give to these military weapon manufacturing companies who then take that money and turn it around and give it to who? The politicians to create laws so that we can go to wars and have all these senseless wars so that they can continue to make their money. Who is the slave here? The American people have been the bank account of the entire fucking elite. If you see a billionaire today, trust and believe they are a charity case or they are stealing. <laughs> they didn't get that money on their own. Not most of it. They petition our government to give them fucking subsidies while they charge us crazy amounts of money. And then they take the same money that we give to our government that gives to them to lobby our politicians to fucking do what they want so that the politicians can stay in power. It's a vicious cycle. And the people that lose is the American people. And then what happens? We are hated around the entire fucking world because of our politicians. When unbeknownst to us, they are taking our money and doing fuck all with it. They have managed to find a way to create slaves without cracking a whip. Slavery never left this country. They just found a different way to implement it. And until the American people, whether you black, brown, white, whatever, until you all, all of us, realize that we are being played and it's time to fight back against these greedy corporations and these greedy elites, they're going to keep fucking stealing from us. But we at a point now, we don't have much left to steal. People better wake up. And I just wanted to add, the new slave masters in America are these crooked politicians, except we pay them to enslave us. That's the difference. They have managed to find a way to create a business, a for-profit business, by pretending to be public servants. And we pay them to continue to enslave us while they steal our money. Food for thought. And now, news to make you nauseous on WRTR Real Talk Radio. Let's go. These are some of the stories you might not read about in the New York Times, the Washington Post, or the Wall Street Journal. You definitely won't read this one. It's news to make you nauseous. My name is Marcus Smoot. My name is Miss Larry Bravado. And this is your boy, Tickle Man. This is news <laughs> to make you nauseous. See how we be trying to sound official and stuff? Until mm-hmm. Tigger Man get in there and get over it up. 
Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Say what, Cincinnati? Say what? A United oh, Airlines flight t- that touched down on the West Coast stomped to high heaven, some 30,000 feet in the air, all because of some dog doo-doo. Are you serious? <laughs> what? Doodoo alert! It's Can a doodoo alert! alert. <laughs> okay. All because of some dog doodle that spilled out into the open. Here's what was so happened. Her eyewitnesses on the scene. Eyewitnesses? Yes. On the scene of women. They took statements for turds. Seriously. Can I get finished? Go ahead. (laughs) A woman who apparently had been flying most of the day coming from Cincinnati was traveling with her pooch in a crate. (laughs) Which we're told was a female chihuahua. At some point point in the flight, we're told that this woman took the dog out of the crate because it was fussy. And that's when the pup opened up. Because he had the shit. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'd be fussy too. The fuck? Okay, so at some point in the flight, we're told that this woman took the dog out of this crate because it was fussy. And that's Mm. when the pup opened up its bowels and blasted crap all over (laughs) the This is where the complaints came. This is where the complaints came in. We're told people the complaints. To complaints. 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 <laughs> the complaints came in. <laughs> We're told that people on the plane weren't so much bothered by the accident itself, but the bigger issue we're told um, passengers were dealing with was the alleged slow response to this whole situation. Mm. Eyewitnesses tell stated that it took the flight attendants a good 10 minutes to even come over and address the fact that the dog had pooped and mm. that there was feces all over the seats and the floor. Mm. <laughs> They're told that people were literally getting sick having to sit through this mess and while oh. an attendant eventually came over to deal with it, eyewitness said it took way too long and it just wasn't dealt with properly in a timely fashion. <laughs> Ooh, the word puns I could yeah, use the fucking toilet if you mm. in mid air and, and all the all the um, and all the um, f- um, flight um, all, guess all the people all the passengers that was on the plane will offer flight vouchers between fifty to seventy five dollars. Bitch, mm. you would have paid me more than that because I would have said some good on me. Fuck you talking about. Look at this, look at this brown stain right here. Uh, you gotta give me a hot, at least another hundred dollars for that shit. It was a chihuahua. How much mm. could it have smelled? What you talking about? It don't matter. Them, 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 them little dogs be stinking worse than some of them goddamn big dogs. Like Yo. for real. Your dog be stinking like a grown ass man dropping no, grown man turds. Them little do- I don't know what is wrong with them little dogs, them teeny little dog stomachs, but mm. goddamn dog, them motherfuckers be stinking like shit. Mm. Mm. No, for real. My parents got a Yorkie and that motherfucking mm. shit, his farts stink. His farts <laughs> stink. <laughs> oh, my damn no. dog. Mm. Hell Which no. we've all met. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> that's wild. But yeah, so that's what happened. That was that's crazy. That was news and making me nauseous. Mm, okay, <laughs> literally made a whole bunch of people nauseous. <laughs> <laughs> All right, who's up next? All right, me, 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 me. This one's very sad, y'all. I'm sorry to like change the energy, Uh-oh. but you know, I gotta be, gotta keep it real. Okay. Um, say what? 
Prince George's County, Maryland. Say what? The Prince George's County Police Department's homicide unit arrested two suspects in connection with the murder of a toddler in Langley Park. The suspects oh, are a 33-year-old Israel Fuentes Jr. of Lewisdale and 28-year-old Johnny Tur- Tercios of Lewisdale. They are charged in connection with the murder of a two-year-old of a two-year-old. His name was Jeremy. I'm not saying that last name because it's like right. 20 letters long. God damn. 20 letters long. <laughs> of the Chillum area. The victim's mother was also shot. Her injuries are not considered life-threatening. February 8th 2024 at approximately 535 a detective working in the area of 1400 block of Kanawa Street heard gunfire mm-hmm. and immediately attempted to locate the crime scene the detective discovered both victims outside in the uh outside in an apartment complex using his detective um issued trauma kit he performed life-saving measures on the toddler until an ambulance arrived but unfortunately the child was pronounced deceased a short time Mm. later in the hospital Mm. through various investigative techniques to include assistance from members of the community detectives identified the two suspects and they are now both in custody um it looks like they shot at each other that thursday evening where the mother and child were walking and they were struck Mm -hmm. by the stray bullets they were not um the intended targets which is, that is crazy. Bad. That's crazy. Wow. Jesus. Yep. So they were charged with first degree murder and related charges. They will be in custody and transported to the Department of Corrections, where they shall remain until this investigation is thoroughly. Wow. Best. That's crazy. All right. Well, sorry to fuck that mood up, but yeah. Mm. That's okay. Uh, man, your dog wants to speak. You hear him out there. Well, yeah, that's he fine. He want to be part of the show. Apparently. He says, well, he right. talk, so he can talk to all the dogs out there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I assure you the dogs would make better decisions than some of these people. <laughs> right. All right. Uh, Say what, Memphis, Tennessee. Say what? A Memphis man wanted for attempted murder pulled a bag of cocaine out of his rectum in front of police officers who arrested him, according to police reports. So, (laughs) officers allegedly watched the man make a number of hand-to-hand transactions at the store, which had a, quote, no loitering slash trespassing sign at the entrance before a task force, task force, mind you, moved in and arrested him, cops said. He was found with a gun, with 14 live rounds in the mag- in a magazine, mm. <clears throat> a scale, and several bags in his pockets, and cocaine. Hard in drugs. his ass. Oh, wow. And his booty. How much and cocaine was in his ass, <laughs> they say? Well, the Ivers... <laughs> the, officer, <laughs> the officers led him out of the car so he could, quote-unquote, dig for the drugs, police say. So... <laughs> I'm done. So they I'm put done. him in the car and he was like, he was like, so oh my he was like, I'm done. They put him in the car and he was like, so hey girl, I'm uncomfortable, right? And I got some drugs, but oh, um, damn, my booty. No. And the, dr- mm. the officers was like, what girl? 
And they was like, I yeah, cannot. so um, let me just go ahead on out. Let me out. And he reached in there. Snatched him the drugs on out his booty. And well, he's in a lot more trouble. And well, a lot less pain. I <laughs> it was, and to answer your question, Lyric, it was 3.4 grams. O M mm-hmm. freaking G. Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> you had to train for that. You trained for that. You better hold you better be you lucky them bags didn't bust. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, the word puns in that one. <laughs> oh, you better hope this bag don't bust inside. <laughs> The story's bad enough, and then you just had to bring it home, didn't you? Of course. Okay. You want these and more nauseating stories? Make sure you follow us on Twitter. Well, yeah, Twitter at WRTR Radio. I'm at M A R C U S S M O O T. And my name is Miss Lurk Bravado, and you can find me at the same name on all my social media platforms, except for OnlyFans. And this is your boy Tigger Man. You can find me on Facebook at Tony Tigger Man Nelson and on Instagram and X at uh, Tigger Man 82. And of course, you can find me on the one and only, only bags. Mm-hmm, where he busting continue, bags continue, of cocaine. Mm-hmm. Continue, continue <laughs> to support me. Continue to support me. Continue to support me. Mm, for busting bags. Ninety nine. Ninety nine taking over for that two. Hey. <laughs> this girl is awful. Uh, why y'all listen to this? <laughs> I'm just saying. Back with real talk. Last night in my live, a sister came up and she already had an attitude. I can't believe you're going to vote for Joe Biden. Can you name anything that he has done for our community? I said, yes, ma'am, I can. But the fact that you don't even realize what he has done for our community is telling. But that's okay. So I started naming some things, like the infrastructure bill. Insulin is capped at $35. Student loan forgiveness. She cut me off when I started talking about the federal judges. You need to stop because I already know. Well, ma'am, why are you asking me? This woman got upset with me because I was able to answer her question. I said, okay, I'll take a step back. Let me know what Biden has done to you. That got you so upset. She couldn't name anything. Next, I had a brother come up. Here's the reasons why he was upset with Biden. Because Biden didn't pass the lynching bill and Biden didn't pass the the George Floyd bill. So I said, sir, I'm a little confused because Biden did sign the lynching bill. It passed Congress. He signed it last year. But if that mattered so much to him, why didn't he know that? Let's talk about the George Floyd bill. I said, sir, first off, Biden doesn't pass any bills. He signs them into law. He can't sign anything into law without it passing Congress. It has to pass the House and Senate. But it did pass the House. It just didn't pass the Senate. He still didn't understand what I was saying. Well, he could have did an executive order. I said, sir, Biden did sign an executive order. I literally debunked everything this young man said. If you don't understand how the government works, Civics 101, you're easily misled. If you don't do basic research, you really can make an ass out of yourself. I simply digress. Keeping it 100. It's Real Talk. On WRTR Real Talk Radio. We keep it real. Okay, so we're black. And this week on Real Talk, 
we're talking about Black History Month. And I asked online, basically, I said, what does Black History Month represent and mean for you personally? A lot of people chimed in. A lot of people had things to say. Um, let's just go down the comments. So, um, let's see. Someone said, "Not nothing really. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So uh, this is the reason that I wanted to bring this up because a lot of people are saying things and I kind of wanted to get you guys gauge on how you feel about it. Someone said as a person of non, I'm sorry, as a non-person of color, it means spending more time learning about a history I was never taught from people like your mom who lived through events I can't comprehend and raising your voices so that others will listen and learn to do better. Um, this is one of my mother's friends, by the way. But much like your mother, <clears throat> I'm quite pissed at the fact that it's only a month and <clears throat> that more and more states are removing what little black history we use to learn away and completely whitewashing history. Most of what I know is learned in the past 14 years and hanging out and keeping my mouth shut while brilliant black women told their truth and history. One of the big things, it's one of the only things I miss about working with your mom. And then she said, all these whole lot of great things about my mom but <clears throat> long story short i saw the contrast from black people on this particular post and it bothered me because a person of non-color could appreciate our culture our everything but we can't and i get it in some ways i get the whole thing with how it's only 28 days and how it's the shortest month and blah 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 and all this other stuff but the history behind it what it means what it's supposed to represent mm -hmm. that's a little bit more it, it's it's more meaningful to me it's my time to it's a dedicated allocated time now we tell y'all <clears throat> things that we learn about black people every week at the beginning of this show so I'm doing my part in that, but I like having a space to where everybody has that same energy and we're all supposed to be learning together. Mm -hmm. That's what it means for me. It's my time to, like like the young lady said, shout out to Jennifer. What One of the things that she said was that in these things, we are literally, like we're learning. We're learning things that they didn't teach us in school. And I love the fact that we have a dedicated time for this. So that's what yeah, it means to me. True. Just to me, it means it's, it's, it's celebrating black joy, celebrating us, honoring, honoring um, our, our people that our people that came before us that fought for um, equality and so on. And what we're still mm -hmm. fighting for now. Still fighting. Mm -hmm. Oh, Miss Lyric, you good? Uh -huh. Okay. Uh. <laughs> well, <Okay. laughs> what I want to say is I agree. Mm -hmm. Black History Month is for us to be celebrated, it's for us to reflect, it's for us to remember what our ancestors did before mm -hmm. us to get us to this point. Yep. But me personally, <clears throat> I feel as though it's just a whole bunch of us doing mm -hmm. things to take away from that every day. Hmm. So it's disturbing to me 
And then when we do get in this month that we're supposed to be celebrating us, every single year, some company mm-hmm. does something yep. offensive. Yep. Mm-hmm. And it's on purpose. And I'm Ooh. sick of it. Like Target, for for instance. I get that they, they take the time to make a whole like thing for black section for us for black history month but you're not researching who you're getting to do um the products in your store for these sections you know there's a book in target in the black history section it's supposed to have a whole bunch of facts and all of the facts are wrong the pictures the pictures don't match the names the dates don't match the events. It's like it seems thrown together. I don't want to be like a second thought when it comes to us being celebrated. I want mm. people to really research and take the time to learn our culture. Take the time to, you know what I'm saying, understand where why a lot of things are the way they are when it comes to us. Why mm-hmm. we say certain things that we say. Why we speak on our experiences. just really take the time to do your own research when it comes to us instead of throwing shit together it's it seems forced like oh another year Mm -hmm. let's hurry up and do this and see how much money we can get that's all they're doing because i threw harriet on a damn t-shirt i don't like that shit Mm -hmm. i don't like that shit i don't like that just like um she said they're trying to remove our history. They're trying to take away all of the bad things that happened in history to make themselves look like they have this savior complex about them. Mm. Like, I don't like that. No, it needs to be spoke upon the real in-depth and detailed things that you were doing to black people when you stole us from our homeland and brought us over here. Stole It needs to be taught in great detail the horrendous things that were done to black people in slavery, like how you were kidnap and take mm. pregnant mothers away from their husbands. Mm. And if they did not do what you wanted them to do, you would hang them and cut their, their fetus out of their stomach and, and, and let them hang from their mm-hmm. support. This, these type of things needs to be spoken about, not shed away from. And even the ones that were on the ship that were being thrown off the ship. Right. <laughs> when we're ready to have real conversations like this in America, then, I'll, not, feel, uh, then I'll feel different. Because I'm sick of sugarcoating shit. That's not, that's not getting us any fucking where. Mm-hmm. You're constantly doing things to try to diminish us as a people. Mm-hmm. And I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not dealing with that shit no more. Not dealing mm-hmm. with that anymore. Like that little Black History Month sale that I posted the picture about where they had the little candle, mm-hmm. uh, the watermelon what and lemonade yes! candle that's under the daggone uh, Black History Month display. Like we, They do it do every these. year. Mm-hmm. They do it every year. Every single every year. year. Just like these companies, they have, they want to have a Black History um, luncheon for their, for their Leave job. Us Leave us alone. I'm waiting mm-hmm. for that one. It's coming. Somebody's going to decide the menu's going to be fried chicken and watermelon. I'm waiting for it. It happens every single year. So when are y'all going to fucking stop? 
Y'all do this fake ass apology and be like, oh, I'm so sorry. We're going to do sensitivity training, but y'all don't fucking do it. No, you're not. It happens every year. Y'all do not Mm. care. Y'all don't care. Mm. So, like I said, real conversations need to be happening during Black History Month. As well as, you know, talking about all of the people that did the great things to get us here as well. But real conversation needs to be happening too. Stop shying away from the from from what really happened. You know what I'm saying? That's Very that's good. what's gonna change <clears throat> instead of sugarcoating this bullshit. And for some of y'all black folks that continue to say okay, so sometimes it's okay to say nothing. It's okay to see an encouraging post, have a disparaging opinion, and just say nothing. You can scroll right past it. You can go, hmm, that ain't got nothing to do with me. Or you could just leave it alone. You don't always have to chime in and poo-poo on everybody's fun. Especially some of y'all, oh, I hate myself type people anyways Mm -hmm. to be on on the internet and be, you know, just, you poo-poo everything. He says can't ha- you literally you poo poo everything. People can't have <laughs> any kind of movement. People can't smile. What the fuck you smiling for? Why are you smiling right. so hard? Like yeah. everything, every sense of joy, it's like got to have some kind of a negative connotation. We are mm-hmm. sitting here talking about Black History Month. First thing y'all black asses want to pipe up and do it. Oh, well, it don't mean shit to me. But if your black ass was out there picking somebody's fruit of the looms, you'd feel differently, wouldn't you? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Anyways. So that wraps up this week on WRTR Real Talk Radio. Yes, yes, yes. We appreciate y'all listening to us and our bullshit every single week. Um, mm-hmm. Well, not every single week, but the weeks that we are able to <laughs> collectively <laughs> come together and do the show. Man, you know, life be happening. I cannot. Yeah. Life I cannot. So we apologize. You know, we know that we have not posted a show. You don't need to continue to DM and be like, uh, you know, the show didn't come up. Yeah, girl, because I didn't record it. So, um, yeah, we know. We know. We're getting there. We're getting into a rhythm. And anyway, said it last week, and I'll remind you again. Remember, somebody somewhere is happier with less than what you have right now. Mm-hmm. You got less. You <laughs> take I cannot. <laughs> I cannot. I'm Marcus Snoop. I'm Larry Provider. And this your boy Tigger Man. And we'll holler at y'all. Well, when we get back to it. <laughs> oh, WRTR Real Talk Radio. This week's show features talents from TikTok creators Goddess Mia, Chris the Author, Millie underscore Bob 06206, Racial Equality Insights, and Tanya Martin 378. Using our platform to amplify your voices.